This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs The Playbook, and I have a modern-day entrepreneur with a traditional background, which is always my favorite. Thank you so much. Greg Cross is here, co-founder and CEO of The Amazing Soul Machines. And I want to ask you, Greg, first of all, welcome to The Playbook. Hey, great to, great to be here, David. Great to meet you and your team. Yeah, it's amazing. We're at Web Summit, so it's a little bit different for me than my normal studio. So uh, very excited to see you. I've always wondered, you know, as I did more due diligence on you and Soul Machines, why did you pick that name? Soul Machines? Because um, it, it's what we do. I mean, as a company, we focus on putting a little bit of human soul into our machines. You know, what we think about the, the future and the potential for the future and the vision of our company is, you know, change the way that we as human beings interact with the machines that we're creating these days. So, yeah, it's, it's it, a very, very literal translation. Yeah, but you have to bring soul to an avatar, soul to a digital double. It has to not only carry a likeness, but I always say that the best of the metaverse carries the soul or it carries the essence. There's an, an energy that's captured and this has been done for years in animation. I've been blessed to be around animators and you know people who, when you do Kung Fu Panda, it's not just a panda, there, there's a personality and essence of Kung Fu Panda. So for you, you've been able to marry the essence of some of the most notable entertainers in the world and then be able to capture that. What are some of the advancements in AI and auto autonomous animation that allow you to capture that essence like we've never been able to do before? Yeah, and that this is, I mean, you started talking there about animation and you know, fundamentally at the core of what we do is we've created a new paradigm in animation. So if we think of the type of animation that we've seen evolve in the movie industry and the gaming industry over the last you know, two, three, four decades, it's all based on what, what I think of as human acted content. So, you know, these amazing motion capture rigs and... Morphing you know, and rigging. Yeah, and, and, and so we're using actors to play the roles of our digital characters. The data's captured and then it's played back to create these amazing stories in the movies. Um, but and my and my co-founder, Dr. Mark Sager, you know, developed a lot of that technology. Um, originally used in the facial animation from the movie Avatar, he won a you know, technical yes. Oscar for his work in that movie. What we got interested in, and what you know, Mark got interested in, was what's the next paradigm in animation? And so we we coined this phrase, autonomous animation. And, you know, in very simple terms, autonomous animation is what you and I are doing here. Your brain is bringing you to life and my brain is bringing me to life. The questions you ask, the responses I give, the gestures I make, how you feel about what I'm talking about. This is our brains bringing us to life. And so what we've done in terms of our paradigm of animation is we've literally created digital characters that have their own functioning digital brain so they can interact respond connect uh, with us as uh, in a very very human-like way because they have their own digital brain literally yeah. so it, it's a as I say it's a completely new paradigm it's not pre-recorded animation it's live it's interactive it's real time so that's that, that's the difference in terms of what we're bringing to the digital worlds we have today and the metaverse that's evolving around us at the moment. 
And before I get to the business aspect, you know, I have a law degree. Obviously, there's a great deal of intellectual property that goes into the digital doubling of movement, thought, in obviously naming, image, and likeness, which are the obvious ones that are available today. But I have a, a different sideways question to ask before we get to the business. As I get more involved into to this space, it becomes aware, or at least I think about the fact that we could be ourselves AI. <laughs> and when I have someone that's deep involved, does that ever come to your mind about the similarities of what we're able to do at a rudimentary level today, that if we're looking a thousand years from now in the development of technology, do you ever ponder or think it's possible that humans actually are just somebody else's AI? Yeah, I mean, you obviously read and watch way too much science fiction. I David. watch your shit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I made you yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and your partner especially. Yeah, I made him rich. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, gosh, there's so many great storytellers have have have, have built movies around that one. So yeah. yeah, we're all living in the Matrix, David. Right, so okay. yeah, I mean, so yeah, who knows? I mean, um, you don't waste time thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Okay, no, that's I, my no, question. No, I mean, yeah, I'm having too much fun doing what I'm doing right here and now. I love that. But man who stays present, speaking of which, the business aspects of it. And one of the f- things that I have difficulty with is prioritization because the capabilities are tremendous. Mm. And when you're in the sports and entertainment world, there's so many different directions that you can go. What are some of the criteria that you're looking at as you're in a trajectory to monetize this, to build a business, to create a, you know, a true genre of entertainment, what are some of the prioritizations that you have that you see today are available that are best suited for the metaverse? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, we're working with a a range of different, you know, celebrities and creating digital twins of them um, today. Um, And we're doing a lot of different people from a lot of different sectors and categories. So we work with, you know, with Mello, Camelo Anthony, yeah. the NBA All-Star, just one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met. You know, Jack Nicholas, you know, a goat, you know, the world's greatest golfer. You know, we made Jack 38 years old again. We are just about to launch a K-pop star, Mark Tuan. Mark Tuan. Um, you know, so we're experimenting with different celebrities from different fields to, you know, really understand how fans want to engage with their heroes and legends in a more digital type of platform. So, you know, it's, you know, we're really, really early on in in this whole concept of the evolving metaverse. So, um, you know, it's, it's all, all about learning and experimenting at this stage. Um, You know, we, we, you know, also announced that uh, working with the Authentic Brands Group, we're getting into, we're we're doing a legacy project with Marilyn Monroe and reimagining, you know, what Marilyn would be like as a 21st century digital celebrity. So, I mean, so there's so many different new edges of this to be explored. Um, And, you know, and I mean, at its fundamental, you know, concept, you know, we're talking about what we call personalization at scale. I mean, we all want to meet our favorite football player, our favorite soccer player, our favorite musician or Hollywood actor. But very few of us get the opportunity to do that in real life. So, you know, you know imagine being able to talk to your you know, digital version of your real life heroes. Um, you know, that's really what we're, we're looking at. Um, we're looking at, you know, we can help guys like Mallow um, connect with his fans in China by having him speak 
Mandarin in his own voice, in his own artificial intelligence voice. You know, Mello doesn't speak Mandarin in real life. So, you know, we, we create all of these opportunities for different fan experiences. And as you build those fan-based communities, all sorts of opportunities arise to monetize that. And are you looking at integrating it into a live uh, type of atmosphere, meaning that I go to a concert or I go to a, a game and then I can cross over into a digital, personalized, customized experience where maybe there's actually facilities to do it at the arena? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, um, you know, NFTs are a big part of the Web3 platform. So, you know, imagine... You know, working with with Camelo Anthony, um, you know, we have a hundred NFTs, um, which provides an exclusive interactive experience. So, you know, you know, you, you could be going to the, you know, to the Lakers arena, you know, and you know, you, you you buy a VIP ticket. You're sitting courtside, and you have a VIP experience. You can, you know, on your smartphone, you can bring up a. Uh, you know, uh, an augmented reality experience and you can have a live conversation with Digital Mellow about what's going on in the game. So yeah, that's exactly what we're thinking about. And one of the things you and I both share is we come from a traditional background and, you know, I'm sure... Well, you mean we're, you mean we're old, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Experience. <laughs> experience. We're experienced. But, you know, and I, I look back when I was running a sports agency, if somebody would have told me the things I would be doing today here, you know, 30 years, 20 years later... You know, it was beyond my comprehension as, you know, a traditional sports agent who thought for sure my life was tied to, you know, this one area of, of business. How did your career evolve? And the reason I ask is obviously I have a lot of entrepreneurs in my community and they don't have the ability in their minds to see how you get to where we are today. And so they think it's an overnight journey that we're overnight successes. They don't understand the development of the skills and knowledge from working in all these different areas. What was that journey like to you that led you to where one of the most world-renowned animators is your partner and you're on the other side of the world and yet you guys are leading the way with with what you do? I don't think I have a, I keep just following my nose, um, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, you know, you go through the life and if you have an open mind, you meet great people. And, you know, I, you know, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, you know, I have two rules. I like to do stuff that's fun and I like to work with people I really enjoy and really love. And, you know, they're the two rules that have, you know, been the bedrock of my career and, you know, have led me to some amazing opportunities like this one which is you know just you know probably the most fun thing i've done in my life i mean you know you know shouldn't be having this much fun at my age so well i share that experience with you i even flying in here and now i'm old enough where my own daughter can work with me and i'm thinking man I, this is not what i signed up for when i went to law school this is way better right? way better <laughs> exactly. way better yeah exactly so much more fun challenges though uh obviously you have these challenges of technology, you have challenges of, you know, too much opportunity. What are the biggest challenges you see with Web3 and the applicability with Soul Machines of, you know, picking the right talent or, you know, wh- where do you see the, the obstacles or hurdles for what you're doing today? Yeah, um, you know, it, it all, you're right. Focus always becomes a really, really key part of, you know, 
what you do with a platform. You know, we've created a platform, you know, and our ambition, our vision is to democratize that platform. You know, within a few years, you know, you'll be able to create a digital twin of yourself and train it yourself and <laughs> it'll be able to do stuff for you, you know, in, in the metaverse while you're asleep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so we're, you know, so it becomes how you develop or how you think you can develop your business and the technology in stages to, you know, really make sure that you you, you, you last out that journey because it is a journey. I mean, there's so much we don't know about what we don't know about what's going to happen next with, with the metaverse. You know, for us, what we've seen already, you know, the metaverse is evolving from the games industry. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty obvious. You know, the games companies are, you know, really, really focused on how they provide a different type of entertainment experience. You know, so... You know, we're seeing, you know, rock concerts and, you know, in Fortnite and, um, you know, and, and Horizons World. We're seeing, you know, sports, you know. So, I mean, our view was, you know, so entertainment's going to be a big app, you know, bigger, big early application in the metaverse world. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we believe that's missing there, the opportunity we're trying to fill is how do we create these incredibly interactive experiences? How do we feel... You know, we can make it really compelling for fans to not just see their, you know, their favorite musician perform in the in, in a metaverse um, or on a metaverse platform or in a metaverse world. How can they interact? Feel that they can interact with them and and you know really be up close and personal with them in that environment. And, and so, it's a logical need. You know, for us, it seems like a really really logical next step. So that's what we're focused on now. And one of the things that I'm interested in. And- Hopefully you and I over the next decade can work together with this is I'm blessed to be part of, you know, a more thought leader type of contingency. And uh, I'm on a mission to re-engineer or rethink education. And when I'm looking at the applicability of the technology of soul machines, I see unbelievable capability with thought leaders, you know, being able to give back and empower our students at a much lower cost worldwide to share positive thoughts and to create a collective consciousness and you know do you see this type of application uh, mm. applying to, to education yeah i mean it, well there's a number of aspects to what we do so there's the work we're doing in the entertainment space and creating what we think of as the future fan experience we're doing the same in in brand the brand space with some big corporate brands you know how do we create cust- amazing personalized customer experiences for them in in both the metaverse and in their current digital worlds today um but yeah healthcare and education are two real passion projects for, for mark and i I mean, for the simple reality is we don't have enough teachers in the world today. We don't have enough doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals in the world today. And, and, and you know, so you look at this amazing world we've lived in, you and I have lived in, and this incredible economic growth. Back again, we're old, so we yeah, lived yeah, here a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, when we think about the standard of education and healthcare and all the technology that's come along, we really haven't progressed our ability to deliver a better healthcare system or, or a better standard of education for our kids and and this is an area that you know we're incredibly passionate about we're doing a lot of work in the US at the moment with some big colleges um, you're really experimenting and innovating in this whole world of what does the future of education you know look like um, you know imagine a world where our kids can have a digital tutor 
Um, you know, I mean, you know, an old guy like me can learn a new language like Portuguese. Um, um, you know, I did high school French. I don't speak French today. And most of us don't. Um, and one of the big benefits of a digital teacher is they don't judge you. So, you know, if you're not terribly smart like me, um, you know, I stopped putting my hand up in the French class saying, you know, could you re repeat that you know, answer? I don't understand. You know, we all have this fear of judgment, you know, in a, in a teaching environment. When you've got a digital tutor who has has no ability to judge you, um, you can, they don't care whether you ask the same question ten times or a hundred times, or you, even you repeat the same lesson twenty times. Uh, so you know, we we see so much opportunity you know, in a field like education. You know, this is a an area where some of the you know celebrities we work with, you know, Mallow, um, for example, has you know these big you know, philanthropic causes where he really wants to, to look at how he brings education to the communities he grew up in as a kid as well. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of, you know, incredible points of connection here. Yeah, and I see beyond that as well, the legacy connection of, you know, being taught by Einstein. Yeah. Right. I I incredible opportunity where we can utilize actual text-based facts and answers and FAQs uh, from the greatest minds of the past. You know, imagine thinking about, you know, meaning and getting a lesson from Viktor Frankl yeah. uh, or Anne Frank teaching you uh, about history uh, directly. And then the other side, too, I see is equity, inclusion um, and diversity uh, is actually almost counterintuitively solved because there's no judgment. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, history. I mean, you know, imagine, you know, you know, making sure we don't forget the lessons that we learned during, you know, Martin Luther King era. I mean, you know, there's just so many opportunities to look at the way in which we can, you know, we can create a better world here. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's so interesting for me because I look at different major impactful uh, changes in the world, inflection points, defining moments, and they start with sports and entertainment. Yeah. And then they're applied. And, you know, we even look at segregation of school. Most people don't know. It started with college football. That was the reason they, they wanted to segregate our schools and include everybody to make sure that Alabama was competitive again. Uh, and, but it's true. And yeah. here you're doing the same thing with extraordinary technology, AI, autonomous thinking, uh, that can be utilized in all different areas, but we get that mass appeal through sports and entertainment, and then we make it applicable to change the world. And that's what you and your co-founder are doing. Greg, thank you so much for changing the world and, of course, improving my show. We're here at Web Summit in Portugal, and you never know who you're going to run into. I got my new friend who I found out travels as much as I do, so I'm sure we'll be hanging out more. Greg Cross, the co-founder and CEO of Soul Machines. This is David Meltzer with Entrepreneurs the Playbook.